Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, uh, people out there. Podcast world, cyber world, radio world. We got a wonderful show for you today. We know that Veterans Day is here and in the states and uh, those who are around the world uh, know that like we celebrate our servicemen uh, those who are protecting the world uh, but more so you know we got great artists uh, such as the one that we're going to be talking to today uh, the solo artist uh, Brett Wayne Lee uh, who is a pianist and also a guitarist um, who has left the Marines in 2008 uh, to, to tour local pubs and clubs uh, with a few rock and roll bands, and decided to go solo in 2020. Uh, who's been recently signed? He's going to be talking with us, chatting with us about so much, so much. You know, we already got a chance to connect on the other side. I think you're going to love him as much as I love him already. Do not go anywhere. I promise you, you're going to enjoy this particular episode. You are now in tune with your cousins, baby mama, favorite auntie. Favorite DJ, the hottest podcast radio show in the country, in the world, on the universe. Let's get it. WTLB, this broadcast, Transform You Radio, Transform You Media Network, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay, this is DJ Potential on the Kinetic PE Mix Show with Brett. Hey, Brett, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell them a little bit about yourself. I already got a chance to kind of casually introduce you on the other side. Thank you, uh, Marcus. Hi, everyone. Uh, Brett Wayne Lee. Uh, I was uh, born in uh, Manchester. Uh, yeah, as Marcus kindly pointed out, I was a serviceman for a long time. Uh, now I've decided uh, to choose a different path. I'm now a singer-songwriter, and uh, hoping to yeah, hoping to uh, push my uh, push my music career into the next uh, direction. Uh, I was fortunately just. Uh, signed with uh, Animal Farm Studios in London, so thank you very much to them, and uh, yeah, let's hope uh, this is a good new career path for me. So yeah, thanks. Yeah, excellent. You know, when when we think think about like military service, and and then we compare that with like that of like the music industry. It's 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 all about choices, right? You know, uh, it's all about professional choices, um, and 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 some say that like both like uh, has has its different challenges. Uh, both uh, requires you to kind of put yourself out there, um, and you know, uh, for for you, you know, how how would you describe like, uh, you know, what, what was the thought process into um, Decided to like you know 
rather than stay independent to to sign with with a label? Um, I think for me, um, because I was a serviceman and a lot of people starting out in the career, they don't know, um, you know, how do you go from soldier to singer? Um, maybe ask James Blunt. Um, but yeah, for, for me, I didn't know. Didn't know anything about the industry. I used to sing with the boys. I learned whilst I was in the corps, and I never, I never got into that community of musicians. My, my family weren't really musicians, so for me to sign with a label instead of being independent was a stepping stone to, to knowledge. Really, I just, I needed somebody to guide me and to show me, look, this is the direction what you need to do. And I'm still super um, new to the business, but um, I've learned so much in the last sort of two years. That I've been working with sort of serious producers um, that without going to a label I I don't think I could have made it um, you know doing YouTubes from my bedroom just not of that elk that's that's one thing about uh, us military man that like we, we we recognize when we need need a community around us when we need like support around us and uh, when we need to follow a, a certain hierarchy and uh, when we need to fit into a system uh, versus just trying to do it on our own, um, we were coachable, um, and, and 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 Marines, uh, you guys, uh, you guys, like one of the best of the best. Uh, so, so, so the work ethic that you that you bring it into, you know, what you're doing. Um, you mentioned that uh, you you started off like just doing YouTube uh, videos, like you know. Um, what what part of that are uh, from like just doing the YouTube videos like are are you going to be missing you know like um, like like and will will we still get some of that intimate you know uh, performance like when you when you're doing shows? Yeah, for sure. It's um, the, the studio and you know they ask for this. They they don't want you to give up that creativity. Um, they don't want you to give up spontaneity. Look at all the big artists. They've all got. You know, Christmas Day YouTube's with the family singing around a 599 keyboard. This is um, this is um, good for the industry. It's good for you know that personal ability. I have never been a pop star. Let's, let's get one thing straight. I I don't know what being a pop star is like. It's not for me until I start selling millions. But what I what I do know is that you know whether I'm in a, a a bar or a restaurant, if there's a piano, if there's a guitar, um, signed or no signed, I get up, I grab the guitar and I sing. I, I do this in all the bars I go to. Some people maybe don't want that and they're trying to sit me down, but I'm, I'm spontaneous. I think it's the, the Marines give you confidence for sure to perform. Mm -hmm. And whether I'm on YouTube, um, people writing in and asking for a track and I'll, you know, I'll learn it in five minutes and I'll play it and I'll sing it and I have no problems if I make a mistake or um, it's not a professional edit. Um, so I, I think, you know, when I get on stage, there's no um, silky smooth singing to a backing track. I do everything live. Um, I sing, I play, I, you know, I'm energetic, as you can imagine, on stage. And I think that comes across. It, it's an honest performance, and I think the audience realize that. Now, for those who are listening and, and not able to to see this, you know, he he definitely has to look to go along with <laughs> his singing ability. <laughs> so not only can he sing, he has he has to look too, you know. So like the ladies are gonna eat you up. So <laughs> yeah, very, so, very kind, very kind. 
Yeah. So, 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 what type of feedback have you gotten in the past, and or, or that you maybe still be getting, you know, from some of your fans, you know, or and some of the people who come across you for the first time? Um, it's it's good. Yeah. We when you're in the when you're in the Marines, you're you're playing to crowds a lot that are just you know, ninety nine point nine percent males in between sort of twenty and fifty, and um, you know what that crowd want. You know what they like. You know. They want to have a beer. They want to watch some guys sing some some cool stuff um, and play some classic rock and roll things, and then get off. That's that's what they want. Um, but when you start to, you know, when I left the core and I started to do bars and restaurants and the dynamics, you know, young children, it's old children, it's grandmas and granddads in in the corner having a you know half a bitter. You, you have to you have to start thinking about your set a lot more and this dynamic change. Who do you want to be? Who do you think they want to hear? Um, yeah, and of course you can't please everybody, but, um, mm-hmm. but but for me, I realized when I was writing my own music, it's nothing like the rock and roll, you know, hardcore 1990s type rock and roll that I've grown up with and loved. You know, I found myself writing about my experiences, more ballads, more pianos, work, um, acoustic sessions, and you know, I think the creative really started to come out of me, and that's what my audience sort of like and I've really diversified from you know that oasis um, kind of um, snow patrol shed, shed seven to to Brett Wayne Lee which is you know more you know I guess embrace that kind of sound yeah that, that definitely sounds like it's, it's more more at home for you and it's more it's more universal too you, you can go anywhere with that uh, versus like you know, like me myself as an artist, like you know, like I mean, you know, like it, it, I'm too ranchy right now. Like I, I definitely, I definitely envy you right now. Like I, I definitely would like to like get to, to, to where I could be more fr- family friendly. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, there's a little bit of rap on some some of my tracks. I do a mm-hmm. uh, a great um, a great scene with an R&B singer, a friend of mine, and she. Um, she taught me into doing, uh, you know, a 20-second sort of rap on one of my tracks. It's not out yet, but uh, we've not done it in the studio. But it's a beautiful sound. Um, but yeah, it's got that hip beat, and uh, we put a an almost DJS sound over the top of it. But her voice is just amazing on the track. And uh, yeah, she taught me into just a 20-second nugget of uh, hip hop. So. Um, you know, whether it stays in the cut, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, diversification is the word, I suppose. That's that's good, man. And, and that, that that again just speaks back to like that 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 whole military, like you know, like uh, ability to like just uh, you know uh, to uh, uh, be able to like you know um, camouflage uh, in, in any situation. You know, so. You know, like uh, I, man, kudos to you, man. Like you know, like uh, I, I, you know, like a lot of people are gonna be, just fall in love with you as you as you continue to expand into different audiences, and, and like you know, and speaking speaking to like just the the song that like you like, the new song that you got coming out, um, how how important it was like you know to put a song out like this. Yeah, so move move close to me, which is the first release um, on the twenty fifth of November. I'll just stick that um, plug right, right in there. Um, so yeah, Move Close to Me was the track. Um, it's one of the first piano ballads I, I'd, uh, I'd wrote. So I think when you, you, know, you, you get that spark of inspiration from the very first time, 
it, it's usually special. So, um, so we kept it, and um, of course we developed it a lot more in the studio. But it, it came from, um, you know, unfortunately went through a, a divorce some time ago, uh, um, ten years ago now. But it, you know, when I started to write that song, which was literally that that, that length of time ago, um, so many emotions and hurt and not finding, you know, the the right person to go forward with in life and thought, you know, things were looking bleak and then I met my current uh, wife and just, uh, you know, the inspiration flooded into me and I, I decided that, you know, Move Close to Me was going to be about that first spontaneous meet when the person who you're probably going to spend the rest of your life with walks in the room unannounced and uninvited and it's just... It's a eureka moment, and that's what that's what you moved close to me was was about. And I thought that the emotions that I piled into that um, really showed in the writing. And then when we took it to the studio, which is only recently, um, yeah, the studio were like, "This, this is your first song for sure." Um, and that's that's how it that's how it came out. And that's it is the first song. Um, yeah. So yeah. I can't tell you how much that is relatable right now to to so many men. You know, I mean, not not you know not only men, but you know, a lot of women go uh, go through that. But like most mostly men, you know, um, I you know like um, that that is just like so relevant right now. And um, when we think about the the whole statistics of like you know the uh, idea of loneliness being on the rise. Um, divorce um, rates are just skyrocketing, and, and, and many people are yearning for that one. You know, I, I think it's so timely. I think it's going to speak to a lot of people, uh, and uh, a lot of people are going to cling cling to that. You know, um, I, I definitely, you know, uh, I, I definitely appreciate that too. Yeah. So, uh, so like you know, uh, in, in, in terms in terms of who. Who has who, who has influenced you uh, to you know just uh, become become an artist like you know over the years? Um, who who are some of your influences or who are some of the people you you had on the radio? Um, you know maybe growing up or like even now. Um, well, when it comes to the influence, who there's a guy called Jeff Lobb, so I'll give him a, a plug. Um, great guitarist, um, Royal Marine Commander, of course, and. He he was my first inspiration. I think I, I wanted to as a kid, but uh, you know, I joined the Marines at 17. I didn't really have time to do the the band thing. I I loved listening to the you know the Stone Roses as a kid. That was my that was my era. And um, when I joined the Marines, I always wanted to play. And then this guy called Jeff Lobb came along. He had a guitar. We were in Northern Ireland at the time um, on my first tour, and he he just pulled out the guitar in one of the camps. There's no entertainment, we had no access really, no phones back then, no, couldn't go on YouTube. So he just pulled out the guitar in front of like 20 guys and would just play, you know, Johnny Be Good and things like that. And we would just be in, you know, all of this guy. He, he, so he was my, you know, birthright into uh, playing guitar. I was like, I, I want to play guitar. And he, he basically taught me we had all the time in the world, you know, when you're not patrolling and, you know, in the thick of it, you're... As you well know, being a former soldier yourself, you know, war is 90% sitting around and 10% yeah. action. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so during the sitting around, he taught me the guitar. So it was a combination of, you know, that cool musical background that I had in Manchester at the time, 1990 to 1992, it's a magical time for music. 
and then having this live performance by this guy, that was it, that was the stars collided and I, I had to play guitar and then much later in life I started to play piano, so, but the guitar definitely came first. Yeah, so if you had a pick between the, between the two, like, you know, like, uh, like, so would the guitar be the first love or like, you know, like, <laughs> or like, between, I've got two children, one came before the other, but would <laughs> I, would I pick which one now? No. <laughs> yeah, that's just, yeah, that's like me, people asking me, like, you know, do you have a favorite child? <laughs> I, no, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's mood you're in, isn't it? Sometimes you come home, you want to just, you know, get some rhythmic acoustic going, but you have a bad day in the office, life's not going so great, you you turn to the black and white keys, don't you? Uh, exactly. Yeah, a small beer and then just let it come out somehow. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of great pianists, there's a lot of great guitarists. Uh, I, I mean, man, I, I can sit back and I can just like listen to Jimi Hendrix all day. Or I can sit back and I can listen to like a lot of great, great pianists uh, all day. Like, I mean, you know, like, like man, you know, like uh, who, who are some of the great pianists that like you know that come to mind? Um, that, like, uh, uh, people who influenced me probably not classically trained amazing pianos I, I play by ear I never had a day's you know lesson in my life um, but people like Gavin DeGraw in America he's a real sort of yeah, rock and roll-ish you know pianist plays um, a lot of um, moderate paced easy to listen to long ballads the acoustic guitar over the top, that kind of layered sound is what I think I'm about as well. So yeah, I like Gavin DeGraw, but I love the greats, you know, I, I, you know I've seen Elton live, he's fantastic. Yeah, Elton, yeah. Yeah, Elton is great. <laughs> yeah, and you, you, you know, and I, I, I love Freddie Mercury, man, you know, uh, Freddie Mercury is definitely, you know, one of, one of my favorites. Um, I'm, I'm a Jerry Lewis guy. Um, yeah. I definitely love Billy Joe. Uh, little Richard, Little Richard, you can't you can't forget about Little Richard. Um, oh yeah, Billy Joe, Freddie Mercury. I mean, I think everybody loves them for for good reason. They are, you know, the greatest musicians ever to have lived and unfortunately left us. But yeah, I I thought the, the Freddie Mercury movie um, is the best musical movie mm -hmm. that I've ever seen. Yeah, and then it's Paul McCartney. Um, you know, Paul McCarthy, uh he's from the Iconics rock group uh, of the Beatles. Um, you know, and you know they're they're out of out of out of the, uh, out of the UK. You know, so I mean, I mean, the UK has a lot of great. <laughs> yeah, we do. I'm a, I'm a massive Glastonbury fan, so yeah, uh, so I'm, yeah, yeah. The Middle East, but that, you know, I used to go to Glastonbury every year. It's, um, mm -hmm. it's great value. You get to see, you know. 50, 60 bands in one weekend, uh, you yeah. know, in the, in the British rain, which is always fun. Yeah, and you know, and even here in America, you know, um, some of some of the you know more contemporary ones like uh, you know John Legend and Alicia Keys, um, these are phenomenal uh, singers and um, and pianists, uh, you know, who I mean they're phenomenal, you know, like uh, these people, um, you know, like I mean, you know, so like if we if we fast forward, you know. To like you know maybe ten years from now like and we think about you you know what would you like people to say about you you know like uh, what what type of you know how would you like to be placed in you know um, 
you know, amongst these people, like, you know, um, and how, how, you know, I mean, I, I know that's a, 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 like a stretch to like kind of be thinking, thinking about, you know, but like, you know, I, I know it's a goal too, you know. Yeah, make, making people, uh, making people happy when you're at a festival is just the best feeling. I, I actually got approached in a bar. Um, I was sat in a bar in uh, Dubai and a guy came over, I was sat with, sat with my wife and you know, the rock and roll band that I'd been playing in at the time was called the 1990s and a guy came over, he sat next to me and he said, hey man, you, you, you from England? And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm British. And he said, there's a British band out here called the 1990s, they are amazing, rock and roll, all, it, you should go and see these. And the excitement and passion in his, in his eyes said, um, I'm the lead singer. He looked at me. Huh? My, it's you. That was it. I was I was singing rock and roll to him and all of his pub friends for the next two hours. Yeah. So that is that's this is why we do it. He was yeah. just over the moon to to have me there, and we just sang for out. And I had a guitar. I just grabbed the guitar. We were singing in the pub, yeah, for two hours. And that kind of you know festival get up. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. Get on stage, everyone's happy, in a good mood, it's no work. That's, I want people to remember that I was a really good performer, I think is the, the message that I, I try and leave nothing on stage, you know, I leave nothing out there. I, some of my tracks, as you know, that you've heard, the vocals are super high, super low throughout. It's, it's a real, um, you know, to be up there for an hour doing my kind of tracks is, is hard work on the, on, on the voice. I can't do two nights back to back. It ruins me to do a full live performance. You know the, the high notes that you have to hit. You've, you you can't talk the next day. Um, yeah. yeah, I want people to say he he really puts the shift in. Like you know, I was in the back in the Marines. You know, he, he gets on stage and he he really works hard for his for his audience. And I think that I'd like to be remembered for that hardworking singer. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's that connection. You know, it, it really is about that connection and uh, and really like engaging with people and, and really giving them. Uh, that emotion and like it and I, and I love that you really want to make people happy and and really you know deliver that uh, that uh, that feeling that like yeah you know this guy he he gave gave us all uh, he did he didn't come half ass you know um, uh, it, it show up you know um, because like man you know uh, I, I used to have a uh, I used to have a first sergeant 
you know, that uh, come around. <laughs> You're like, yeah, hard. What, what, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you only putting, you only putting ninety percent in. I need a hundred percent. Ninety percent is pretty good. <laughs> that's an A in high school. You say no, a hundred percent. We need matter of fact, a hundred and twenty. Drop down, I'll give you twenty right now. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, I know what you mean, man. And uh, you know that that's what it's all about. And um, and, and it is, it's, it's, good. it's people like you who's uh, definitely going to, um, you know, uh, leave a mark on, you know, on, on, on people. Uh, so, like, you know, like, when we talk about uh, notable gigs, like, in festivals, like, you know, what what's some of the ones that, like, you, you, you remember, you know, uh, and, and especially being in Dubai, you know, like, uh, that's, that's, that's one hell of a place to be. I like, like, yeah. where everybody so, has a Lamborghini. <laughs> It's sort of my, it's sort of my demographic, you know. It's thirty to fifty year old male guys, businessmen, yeah. and then either their wives, girlfriends. Uh, so it, it's a sort of my audience. I'm used to that in the UK. Um, yeah, people always say to me, "Oh, you're in Dubai, but it's the Middle East. Um, what, what do people like out there?" I'm like, "It's it's basically England in the in the sun." Sorry, my door just left. Live. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's it's just like playing to exactly the same demographic of people I played to mm-hmm. back home, and we filled, you know, we filled the bars. You get four or five hundred people in these bars. We couldn't let people in anymore because they tend not to get my kind of act in the region. So I'm not doing it for you know the money and the glory. I did it because I loved it. I just happened to be you know doing business out here. Um, before I was, uh, you know, a singer-songwriter, and I was doing it because I had a passion for playing, you know, that kind of festival-esque, live mm-hmm. performing, piano, guitar, uh, a few rock and roll tracks in between, and you know, we, you know, we tend to do very well here. So, yeah, I, I, I think Dubai, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. But I have played some, you know, some bigger gigs when I was back in uh, England. I got to do a rugby stadium and that was quite cool so you know five six thousand people I used to be a rugby player I knew the guy who was you know doing the, uh, the entertainment and bookings and he he booked me he was like you know he used to play rugby with me yeah I'll book you and yeah I ended up playing to five thousand people that day so yeah I've, I've been fortunate you know with the with the core with sort of my rugby with pe- people in business I tend to get hired because people know me, not because people right. don't know me, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's always, that's always great. Uh, one, one thing I remember, you know, being on deployment is like uh, these, uh, these, uh, these, uh, these performances we used to have like on base, you know, so like you, you had the opportunity to do, you know, do some performances on military bases. Uh, uh, tell, tell, can you share a little bit of some of those experiences? Yeah. Um, again, when you're in the, when you're, when you're in the core and they put you in a base and loads of bored guys in one space, then the guy who can perform gets shoved to the front. You know that's how it is. <laughs> um, we want to be entertained. Who can sing? Ah, oh, Brett sings. Bring him over here. Get him a guitar. Um, you're playing in one hour on that stage and there's like ten thousand people going to be there. You know, what? What? Whoa! 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 Uh, <laughs> Practice anything? Uh, what? What do you mean? I'm playing. Yeah, you're number one on the bill. We actually had um, we had we had the band. I don't know if you remember the ABBA band Bjorn again. They they came mm-hmm. into BBK. It was on my 
uh, my, one of my second tours of, of Ireland, and they came in to entertain all the troops. But this isn't just a marine thing. This is a massive base. It's full of, you know, army, RAF. It's, it's guys. It's girls. It's captains. It's corporals. It's soldiers. It's private. It's a massive, you know, base. And um, Bjorn again would come in at like nine o'clock. So they were like, okay, everyone's getting restless. You're going on stage uh, eight till nine and warm up the crowd. So, yeah, I was just flung in front of half of the <laughs> British regiment. Um, yeah, guitar and a couple of my mates doing back in. And so we did, we did an hour and they didn't want Bjorn again to come on. They were like, no, we, we've got this massive sing song going on. And yeah, so Bjorn, Bjorn again came on and they were great, of course. And when they left, they were like, oh, should we do an encore? And they were like, no, we want Brett to go back on for another hour after you finish it. It was, um, yeah, it was, it was, you know, like a massive gig, but yeah, very uh, impromptu. So, um, yeah, good times, good times. How do you, how do you explain to the average person you just did a, a 10,000 person gig uh, with no warm up? You know? Yeah, it, it is, it, it is like, you know, I imagine that's like almost like performing in form of peers, but you know, but not. Did you get that feeling? Yeah, I, a little bit, I think. But it's one of those things, isn't it? As military guys, we're just chameleons. We're adaptable to, you know, whatever you throw at us. And you want me to be a pop star? Okay, I'll go and be a pop star. They, you know, <laughs> and then come off, grab your gun, get straight back out to work the next day. You know. Just people giggling when you're on patrol. I saw you on stage, man. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, man. So, like, uh, you know, you, with with this upcoming, you know, uh, you with, with this upcoming, you know, single, you know, like, um, do do you feel like uh, this particular single is going to be the one that kind of like people can go to to really get an understanding of you as an artist? Or do you feel like uh, there is maybe uh, another one that can really, like, you know, people can go, you can direct people to and say, like, okay, uh, if you really want to, like, you know, see what my range is as an artist, uh, maybe check this one out. Yeah, I, I think it is. I think it's, I think it's definitely the right choice. The reason I say that is because when I, when I sent tracks away to um, studios uh, and got, you know, nothing coming back, like everybody who tries to be an artist, it's so hard to try and get your Try and get your foot in the door, as we say. Um, it was the 30-second start to move close to me that got me noticed. So, if it did the right thing with the studios, um, you know, they get they get 10,000 tracks a month sent into them, and they don't listen to it for more than 30 seconds. If, yeah. if any artists out there listening, you've got basically 30 seconds. So, if your intro is 15 shorten it because <laughs> no one's going to listen to you for the other 25 you know minutes of your you know <laughs> guitar solo it's not going to work so you have to grab people in that first 30 so if you listen to the first 30 and hopefully that your listeners will listen to the first 30 seconds of move move close to me and um, just go to you know brettwayne.com and listen to it there and uh, sorry brettwaynelee.com um forgetting my own name uh then yeah they'll <sighs> I think they'll get it in the first 30. It's, it's got harmony, it's got memorability, recognizability, understand what the song's about very quickly, and it shows the range and a bit of piano in there. So I, I think it grabs you, yeah, I think it's the right track. 
Nice, nice, nice. Um, so like, uh, just just looking looking ahead, you know, um, do we expect uh, any any other upcoming um, event or any other upcoming performances? Um, so what we're, we're going to do, uh, I, I'm still doing some, um, you know, bars, pubs and clubs whilst I'm out here in the UAE, but we're trying to build, uh, you know, a fan base to listen to my, to listen to all of my tracks. The releases are going to come pretty thick and fast in the hope that people will be familiar with them come next summer when festival season comes around. So Move, Move Close to Me comes out in November 25th, then... Um, no Rules is going to be released in December. I've got a track which is a tribute to Chuck Berry, which is very different to the first two releases. It's like a real rock and roll track. Um, that's coming out sort of under you know, January, which is uh, 18th of January when Chuck Berry died. So that's sort of yeah. tying in with that. And then we've got Solo, which comes out after that one month later. So we're already four or five tracks in. As I said, this R&B track um, that is coming in after that say it's R&B, it's piano, ballad, but it's got these elements of R&B um, with uh, some of the great artists that I've been working with over the past 12 months. So I think by, by sort of March, April, if people are listening to my stuff, then they'll, they'll be quite familiar with the difference in, in sound, they'll be hopefully singing along to my um, tracks, and then we'll be ready to start you know, touring festivals or taking invites. Um, yeah, from sort of June, July on next next year. If you if you don't see me on a few um, a few stages, then I'd be um, yeah disappointed. Okay, All right, I, I'll be look I'll be on the lookout. You know, I'm, I'm definitely going. You know, want to get that experience. Uh, now, one one thing about you is that like you got a lot of quotes that you live by in life. You know, um, you might share some of some of those quotes or one of them. Yeah, so I think I think the biggest quote that I that I hold dear is is Mensana in Corpusana, which is a military quote that we have that means strength in mind and body, and this is something that's really key to my you know my whole aura. Um, you know, I've held it dear as a as a as a marine, as a father, as a uh, a student of life, you know, that you have to be you know, strong both in body is one, one thing, but you have to have a really healthy mind as well. And I'm a real sort of advocate for PTSD charities because that sort of damage of the mind with, you know, modern warfare is, is something that I hold really close to my heart, um, so much so that uh, proceeds from No Rules, which is one of my military songs, is going to um, PTSD charities and causes. So, um, yeah, that's... That's of course tattooed on my arm. I, I live by that sword, but um, yeah, I think one of the when they was asking me about the album name, and I was thinking of you know, what what quotes I like, you know. And I, I think as a, a marine, I, I always I always use the phrase "always go through, never around," and I think that's that uncompromising sort of attitude that I've always had. Yeah, I, I love that, and you know, I, I I think the music itself is like you know, a, definitely a, a, a good therapy uh, for for anyone going through um, you know PTSD and, and recovering and, and on this recovery journey um, and you know and that quote is, is is definitely powerful man you know and um, um, you know and um, I, I commend you for you know being an advocate uh, for PTSD and, um, and and letting our brothers and sisters know that like you know they're, they're not alone and 
and that they can, you know, I and, and you know, find good times in, in all of this 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 muddle um, of, uh, of of the modern warfare. Fear that like you know, that that we all gotta be constantly exposed to. Because like you know, although the, you know we leave the trauma, um, there's still other traumas that we gotta continue to, to fight through. Uh, and there's there's constant battles, you know, uh, that we gotta continue to fight. And be strong for it, you know. Uh, and being a father in itself is a battle. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> man! Imagine those little wars. <laughs> yeah, it's trying. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, uh, I mean, yeah, you know. Um, I, I'm definitely inspired by you, Brett. And there's gonna be a, a lot of, a lot of other people, you know, um, that listen to this. That's gonna be inspired by you as well. Uh, you know, this is this is incredible, Brett. You know, um, you know, like, yeah, yeah I mean. You know, just for for people who who maybe on the on the borderline of like just you know like hey you know should I should I stay independent or should should I sign with a label you know because like there's there's these different different things that people like struggle with like you know um, in their careers um, for like you know you know what they should do you know um, you know what 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 advice would you give those people? I think I think what I've learned in the sort of last like say twelve months two years. Um, You've really got to pitch what your skill set is and don't pay for things that you can do yourself. If you are a DJ and you're particularly good at production, then do everything in your bedroom, do everything on your DJ set um, and only pay to market that material uh, into the right areas. You know, some well-spent money in marketing is... You know, it's money well spent. I say, yeah, there's, there's nothing you can do. You know, I think Steve Jobs said, give me a good idea and a good marketing company and I'll take on the world. You know, that is how it should be. But for me, um, that, you know, I can, I can use, you know, basic garage band and things like this and do a little bit of mixing. But to get quality records of radio quality, you can't, you can't do it in your, in, in your bedroom without being that kind of, um, technically gifted person, which I'm unfortunately not. So I needed that support. Um, I needed that network. And it doesn't mean that if you sign, there's, you know, it's not Sony Records don't come up and say, here, have a million dollars, you're signed. There's lots of different agreements out there, and you've got to really look through the small print of what you're being offered and make sure that you're being valued because you can get a shared agreement where you will pay towards some of the fees and then they will pay towards the marketing you'll pay for the production time so they're not 100% risk you're not 100% risk and there's this 50-50 ratio so there's lots of deals that you know people getting into the game could um, benefit from that I didn't I didn't know I you know I was trying to get you know labels to listen to me sending it you know even paying people to at least listen to it and there's lots of ways and Fortunately, there's a lot of bad ways out there and you've got to really be careful of people promising you a radio distribution or a deal or a, um, or a, a, a I will sign you for the... It's very cutthroat. So look at the reviews of people, look at the industry record that they hold, who, who do they have as an artist and, and, and start to say, is this the kind of people I want to manage me? And then have that conversation and don't just get managed don't just manage yourself try and find that sort of middle ground that's excellent man you know that's real good advice and um 
Hey, I'm going to I'm going to co-sign that, you know. So so yeah, so thank thank you so much for for giving that that good wisdom because we 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 get tons of artists that like um you know a lot of uh, up and coming artists and a lot of new artists that listen to listen in on this and you know um that that advice is vital. Um, thank you so much for that. You know, um, well respected. Uh, uh, so you know, I know we we cover so much here in in this little time and. Um, you know, is there anything else that like, you know, any final words or any, any anything else that you would like to put out there that like maybe we didn't get a chance to touch on or uh, anything like that? Um, I'd like you know, I'd like people to, to go ahead and, and, and listen. I think if uh, they take one thing away from here is um, please go to my website, have a look. Um, uh, the the record's going to be coming out on the twenty fifth, so um, download it, share it, please. Um, you know, shameless plugs are, are fine, but yeah, go to brettwainlee.com and check out my stuff and hopefully you like it. Um, you know, I have chat forums on my YouTube, my Facebook channel, my Insta. People want to hit me up and say, look, um, I heard you um, with Marcus Hart. Um, can you help me? Send me a DM and I will respond. You know, this is, um, this is a two-way thing that I want my fans to speak to me and I want to speak to them um, in reply. Indeed. Uh, well, thank you. You know, thank you so much. You know, um, and um, those out there who listen or watching it, you know, so uh, doers are solid. You know, again, that website is redlanelee.com. Uh, we will have uh, that website in the playback uh, of this particular episode. You, know, you can find it in the episode description of the playback. Um, you'll find it uh, everywhere that we doing promo at. Uh, for this episode, um, do us a favor right now. Play this episode back a couple times. Share it with someone you know, someone you don't know, as it does help to further the messaging, uh, as well as to to help to support uh, Brett in all that he's doing. Uh, we uh, definitely want to continue to encourage Brett and support Brett. Uh, as like, I mean, this this he's a cool person, man. You know, Brett Brett is awesome, man. <laughs> so you, you heard for for yourself. <laughs> Especially if you made it this far, you know he he Thank is you. one of one of a kind, and uh, we definitely want to support the, the the new EP that's coming out on the 25th. Uh, grab that, download that, and do the same thing that I just told you. Share it, share, share, share. You know it does help, and and if you haven't already, subscribe to this particular uh, this um this this podcast this uh, radio show. Uh, and leave a review, leave comments, and if you are trying to get in contact with Brett and, and you feel kind of lost in the sauce, I will direct you to the right place. Uh, and until next time, I'm your host, DJ Potential, a.k.a. Marcus Hart. Many blessings, peace, and lots of love. That is all I have for you today. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. 